0: But if you think about it, a tiny bit of hair with your scent anything. on it. No, Sam.
1: No one wants. I'm not. You? They
0: really do. I'm not, bo- okay, question. Sam, I'm
1: giving enough. Before we hair. I don't have enough to give away. <laughs> we'll get. To we this. do a poll. we can we do a poll. This. It's in the. It's in this week's episode. Okay, fine. So we'll talk. We'll about. do a poll. We can do a poll as much as you want, but that don't mean I'm f- <laughs> doing it. Okay, we'll, we'll do it in the podcast. It's just crack on show. Welcome to staying relevant. He's a. Okay, welcome to staying relevant. We are both.
0: We have penises but we are best friends. Don't ever start a podcast with Welcome to Staying Relevant, We Have Penis. <laughs> welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with two bestest of best pals, me, Sam Thompson, and Peter James Wicks, everybody. I yeah! what yeah. So we should clap him in this week. He's had a bit of a tough one. He hasn't boozed. Well, no, I haven't, actually. He's got I'm- the come down. Not the come down, what's the word? He's got the...
1: He's got got the shade, yeah. He
0: basically just haven't booze
1: in a while. Yeah, so I won't be drinking today. However, I will be swearing. And if you don't like that, go f***
0: yourself. However, in the opening comments, we're having a cock-off right now.
1: Yeah, I know we are. Yeah, we are. Who's going to give him first? I've got a blink. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I will be swearing. If you don't like that, go fuck yourself. Uh, make sure you follow us on all socials, which is Instagram, TikTok, Snappy C, YouTube, all of that crap at Staying Podcasts. Uh, this is the main episode, so this will be out on Monday. You can also listen to us on Thursday when we release the bonus episodes, and you can watch them respectively on Friday and Sunday, which means Monday, Thursday, Friday. Friday, Sunday. I actually saw a comment in the review saying, I wish Pete would stop doing that. It's fucking annoying. Uh, Actually, I've got a different comment that says, New Ick Unlocked. Pete repeating Monday,
0: Thursday, Friday and Sunday thinking he's top dog for it. Pack it in, please. Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and to you, I say, fuck off and listen to something else. But they put the nice little emoji with the hands. They're really begging. Yeah, well, no. If you don't like it, listen to something else, you fucking or it. Or he doesn't like a little bit of that. See, I get it all the time. I'm now used to it. No, but do you know what's mad is because that is a, that that anything I do now is apparently an ick. <laughs> it's not an ick. That's just you don't like me saying Monday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Sunday. So actually, this episode, I'm going to say it more. Monday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Newick Unlocked. PX. Anyway. Come um, worldwide make sure you rate review do all that sort of stuff follow us and blah 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 I mean you know the fucking deal by now oh like um, and review you've already said that haven't you I have done it Okay. I, we've moved on from that okay, um, as always and we put out a little shout out to you last week and we're going to do the same again now you can be involved in the live show um, only if you're coming we need you we need anyone that's coming to the tour who is up for being part of the show to send in some shameful stories um, about your lives because it makes us feel better about the mess that is out. Lives. Mm. Um so if you're familiar with the Cyborg of Shame, we have a similar a similar thing happening on the tour without giving too much away, but we need you. So we need you to send in your shameful moments. So if you could email Stan relevant at insanityhq um to take part, that would be great. And you may be on stage, you may win a prize. And yeah. let me tell you, that prize is shit. No, it's but not. it's still a prize. That prize is still being debated. Which we will come to later in the show. But it's a good one. So, opening conversation. Let's see if Sam can get this right for once. This is not what have you done to stay relevant, Sam. This is just the opening conversation. Um, Shall we start with yesterday's meeting?
0: I think it's very important we do. I have... Now, do you know what? We need a bit of a... I feel like I need to build up to this. It has been three months since we've decided to do this live show. It has been three months of Pete... Writing in notebooks, scribbling things down, having secret meetings with producer Charlotte, then coming back, talking about it, then going again, doing another one, getting it written down onto a Microsoft Word. As of yesterday, I have finally been filled into what we're doing on the live show. Come on! And I've gotta say, it's fucking amazing. It is amazing. Pete, I'm shocked. I'm so, there's so much to talk about with this thing. So basically, the, Sh- can I just start into it? No,
1: I'm just going to start with we had this meeting and I assumed it was just going to be a really <laughs> lovely meeting. What I didn't realize was Sam was bringing the videographer um, and recorded the whole thing. So it wasn't just a meeting for all of us to find out. Sam has used it to blackmail me so that people can see what I'm really like. Yeah, exactly. And it's not going to go I, well. And I'm going to tell you what he's like now.
0: He walks in. So let me set the scene. We we're on the sixth floor. There's a boardroom up there, right? We've there's been a boardroom booked. Should we start with the alarm? Oh yes. Yeah. So, well, no, no, because no, because you're not even there at this point. I walk upstairs. <coughs> there's a boardroom there. I'm like, okay, we're, we're meaning business here. So me and the videographer, we set up, and uh, then the elevator doors open. Ding! Out strolls in a turtleneck and a full suit, Pete Wicks in boots that I have never seen him wear before. And a suit, not a suitcase, a a fucking... Briefcase. And a briefcase. He's walked out in a suit, a turtleneck and a briefcase, strode towards the
1: room. Appropriate attire for a board meeting. It's not a board meeting, though. It's in a board room and it was a meeting. That Bede has booked. And so he strolls in.
0: And uh, as he's about to walk in, we've got the whole Staying Relevant team there. Obviously, we
1: rented out this floor in this building. The fucking fire alarm goes off. (laughs) Now, let me tell you why the fire alarm went off. It's because we're on the sixth floor. Uh, It's a long way down... Uh, to the ground floor for me to have a cigarette. So I did ask Sam's manager if I could just smoke out the window. Now, that wasn't allowed, but we did find a door which we thought might have led to a balcony. However, I said to him, we'll just see if that works then. He opened the door and the entire alarm went off. Um, On the sixth floor. I then ran back to the chair and pretended like it was nothing to do with me. So imagine this. Staying relevant to the podcast, we're having like a professional meeting...
0: Pete's asked my agent to open the fire door so we can have a gaff outside on the sixth floor. Fire alarm goes off. Executives of the building run up. One of the other agents is running round, going, "I don't want to die! I don't want to die!" And we're like, yeah. "No, no, it's just a fire door." She's, "I like, know there's a fire." It like the the execs like run up the stairs. Everyone's panicking, going, who the fuck are these people? I'm sat there with my videographer going, this is amazing content. So we're filming this whole thing. Pete's striding around trying to put out said fires, proverbial fires in his suit and suit and turtleneck, being like, no, it's fine. No, don't worry. I've just opened the door. No, it's fine. Shut up to my agent who's terrified about dying. He's like, sit down, sit down. It's everything okay. Why can't we fucking get this on the projector? So already at the start, before anything's happened, when anything's happening, it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> as, why are you not wearing a suit? You look fucking stupid, mate. You're wearing a hoodie. This is meant to be a board meeting. You said that as well. I did. That will come out in the in the clips, and uh, and then we begin. Finally, the alarm goes off. We get we get the you know you know when you're in these board meeting room places and like you put like from the laptop to the TV screen. We got it up for five seconds. That just went blank as soon as the engineer guy left. So Pete then told me, oh, fuck it. Goes into his man bag or his briefcase, pulls out, other than the quavers, pulls out his notebook that I have now seen in the flesh that he has doodled on with love hearts. Would you believe it? Flowers and love hearts have been doodled on the front of his notebook. I'm a sensitive soul. I couldn't believe it. I was absolutely shocked. So he goes, fuck that screen off. Here we go. So he pulls out the original copy of the notebook. And then we begin. How do you think it went, Pete?
1: As I thought it would. Uh, it was a disaster. No, the start was a disaster. No, no, no. It was a disaster because the main reason... We eased our way into it, not Because yeah. we had... So let's just point out, right? So there's myself, Sam, the videographer, two of my agents. There is Saffron and Chaz. There is... Oh, by the way, Saffron and Chaz, I'm sure you know by now, are uh, the producers on the show. There is Seb, Georgia. There, there's a lot of people in the room just staring at me. <laughs> and the point of why they've been smaller meetings with Chaz and I is so that we could get through it and get some work done. This meeting went on for three hours and could have been over in one. Because every point, before we'd even started, all right, so I start with Sam. Sam, this is how it's going to start. I him, he says, right, what we can do is get some fireworks in and then someone can fly from the ceiling. That's why he's not been involved because I hadn't even... Nothing had happened yet. I'd literally said, so everyone's going to be sat in the seats and this is what's going to happen. And he'd started with a firework fucking chat. So if you can imagine, that's how the whole meeting went. Any little bit, every little bit he found out, he wanted to make into a fucking... a a fire fucking work, flamethrowers. At one point, he wanted to fly in from the ceiling. Yeah, that was apparently not in the budget, which I thought was just a little bit rude. No, it's not in the budget.
0: I mean, you see in the budget, but I just thought it'd be quite cool, right? If me and Pete flew in, zip ziplined in, right, with these suits on that people could then throw. You know when people throw balls and they stick to the suits? And so we were going to fro- fl- glide in with these suits on and people... Because it's called crowd interaction, Pete. There's
1: crowd interaction in the fucking scene. That was on page six. <laughs> All right, what we don't need, it's not a kid's party where you throw fucking Velcro balls. That's what they are, it's Velcro. No, we're not doing that. I thought it would be really cool, but anyway, that got shot down real
0: fast. Pete got annoyed within 10 seconds of of the presentation.
1: I've never seen you get annoyed that fast. I just wanted people to listen, and it was a struggle to have so many people in the, And in fact, I'll tell you how bad it was. Bear in mind that I'm presenting all of this work that I've done. Sam, within the first 10 minutes, was told well done for being quiet for 30 seconds. <laughs> That's true. Chaz literally went, Sam, well done, you're doing great. All he was doing was sat there listening. <laughs> Ain't no one saying well done to me Anyway So that was one of the things The flying in was vetoed pretty quickly Within 10 minutes It turned into I'll tell you what we should do We should give away locks of Pete's hair Well I still think we should do that by the way Where the fuck that
0: came from Well as a prize I think we should give prizes of Pete's hair out I think that'd be really funny I think I th- well, not even funny. I think people would want them. So we were like, "What we'll do is every every show we'll have five little pieces of Pete's hair in a little baggie, and then we'll and we'll <laughs> and we'll just hand them out." as prizes for the show and people can smell it if they want sniff it do whatever they want with it so I wanted to have Pete's hair in a little container and then we would just go hand
1: it out as prizes and actually half the room agreed well half what? the room were a little shy I think that's quite a good idea but the, the problem I have with that is that I don't have much left to give away um, and if you if if you need kind of reassurance from that Ellen my management is the perfect example of that because at one point when we were asked about the grooming do we need um, hair and makeup a hairstylist for the tour um, we said no, I think we'll be fine. Um, Ellen said you could just get one because they've only got one head of hair between them.
0: <laughs> that was a bit rude. That was a little bit rude.
1: But that's so what I'm Pete's trying to take... Agent. This is a serious board meeting and it turned into <laughs> an absolute fucking nightmare.
0: <laughs> the professional agent who's meant to be sat there making sure things go to plan, sat again, well, you haven't got any hair anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's how that was going. Anyway, three hours we were sat there. We got the run through. Sam heard everything. Um, and uh, yeah, actually, in the end, I bowed down. Sam has one idea <laughs> which has made the cut and it is my least favourite idea of the entire thing but we needed to give him something. (laughs) Quite a big one as well. So, so, oh, quite a big one. It's fucking huge. It's the finale. Uh, And to be honest with you, it's going to be the only bit that anyone remembers. (laughs) So actually what Sam's done is come in, not really listen, trying to give away locks of my hair and has now got the biggest part of the fucking (laughs) tour within about 15 minutes. (laughs) And that's what happens when you're the king of the jungle. You're just fucking rocking late, do what you want, say one thing and everyone goes, that's the best thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And I'm sat there with a full fucking 17 pages worth of notes for the hour and fucking half beforehand and yet the last five, fucking I know <laughs> yes I know i got accepted listen just let me fly um, so I've gone an hour and a half's worth of work Sam comes up with the last five minutes of the show and everyone goes oh my god that is exact, That is the best thing I've ever heard it was so literally it's a good like. ending and let me tell you what's going to happen with that but at that last five minutes who do you think it's going to fuck over <laughs> yeah that's right me do you know what
0: I've learned about Pete as well from this board meeting you point with your pen a lot you're really... He's a pen pointer he's, <laughs> Pete is one of those guys. And also, he's a stickler for time. Because we're going through, and I'm like, why don't we add this in? And Pete literally turns around and goes, no, no, we've only got 15
1: minutes to that segment. Didn't realise we had timed segments. Well, which- of course, because it's a full show, so we've got segments. And obviously, listen, this whole show, let me just break it down. There is so many things we could do, and there is so much content you can do, but we only have an hour and a half roughly, to get this show done, all right? So the problem that Sam and I have is we waffle about a lot of things, and what we want is the good content, but it needs to be an actual show. It needs to flow. Rather than having mad shit like people flying in in Velcro suits for no fucking apparent reason, this isn't Dick and Dom in the bungalow, all right? We need to actually get a show done. I wanted to... I wanted to crowd surf at one point. Uh, Yeah, Sam, it's crowd surfing. Now, I've done crowd surfing before, and I think I've spoken about it on the the podcast, when I was drunk in a car park in Wales. And what happened, enough said about that, was I got punched in the dick repeatedly because I went on my front. It wasn't a good look, and I don't fancy doing that at the London Palladium. So there will be no crowd surfing, thank you. The other suggestion Sam came up with was, we want to ask people to bring pants and dildos to throw at us. So, again, that's not going to happen. So if you if you could you refrain, me short there. If you could refrain from bringing, bringing your pants and dildos, that would be great, because I don't fancy having them smacked across I my chops do. whilst I'm stood on stage at the Palladium. There's been iconic <laughs> people that have performed at the Palladium. Don't we go there, and then what we leave behind is littered pants <laughs> all across the fucking room.
0: <gasps> so good. I just want to be at the Palladium at this iconic event. So I'll just throw to Dildo at Pete's head. I've never seen a guy so stressed in my entire life. I've never, I've just, from the get-go. But it would be really good, by the way, if you bring a spare pair of pants. Because I, am... I think it'd be really funny for you just, not even funny, No, not, do you know what? If you would like to throw a pair of pants at Pete, like he's Elvis, right? Just throw a pair of pants in. We, we'll I take imagine them.
1: I'm Elvis in the latter years. We'll,
0: we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll take them. Put it this way, we'll take him. Um,
1: but yeah, listen, it, it was. Uh, I'm going to apologise to Chaz actually because I was very snappy in the meeting. He was just, very snappy. I like to get things done, and I had an agenda, and we needed time to get things done properly. I wanted to do something in the half-time period, but he was like, "No, you're
0: going to you're going to need your time."
1: <laughs> so, yeah, the, Sam wanted in, in the interval just to carry on and and do extra stuff. Whereas what I've tried to, what I've tried to um, uh, make sure on this tour, being it our first one, is that um, it's as safe as possible in terms of the fact that as little can go wrong as possible. That's why I've done contingency plans. Sam, however, just wants to turn up on stage and fuck about. (laughs)
0: No, I just want... In the interval, there's like a 15-minute... Like a half-time period. When you will
1: all presumably go to the bar and have a piss. Sam doesn't want you to leave. He wants to carry on the party during <laughs> during the fucking interval. Um, but I think we're all going to need a break <laughs> at some point. So I've done you a favour by allowing you your 15 minutes in the interval. <laughs> Now, I'll be honest with you, I've said on this podcast before that I have been told that I'm a genius. Uh Sam, you've now listened to the idea. I have. What are your honest thoughts? Honest thoughts. Are you more or less excited, more nervous or less nervous? What do you think of the show? I think
0: I think that Pete knows me incredibly well. And I think that he has is, he is basically written a show for me. Because <laughs> what he's done is, you've allowed so... Do you know what he's done in the notes? He's written, allow for Sam. And th- I can now understand why. There's, like, moments in it where I'm just like, oh, I know. Like, he, he hasn't complicated things. He's made things very smooth. Because I feel like he thinks I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> and so I think he's basically, like done safe bits here but then quite absurd bits there and i've got to say i think it's the work of someone who has probably done this before and you haven't i'm incredibly impressed mate it's fucking it's professional it's it's unbelievable i couldn't add anything i added one thing at the end well no i wanted to add loads actually but you didn't (laughs) like but the but there wasn't really anything to add and to be honest with you, the reason we've recorded it is because we're going to play some of the meeting in the, in the fucking live show. Because it's so funny. He gets so angry at so many points. Just like go, but that's not in the notes, mate. Like, why don't you just let, me, just let me fucking explain the
1: notes? What I found hard about the meeting was people kept jumping around um, to different points. And, and obviously, I had a structure. Uh, which I like to stick to, as we all know. And that's the point of this, this tour, is that it needed a structure because it's going to be, let's call it organised chaos, Yeah, I think is probably the word. Mm-hmm. We're not particularly slick. Um, you will probably have seen that this week if you have seen Sam's Junkets. Oh, no, but no! <laughs> <laughs> no, I joke, I joke. But we're, no, the whole point of this is is that, is that we're not slick. It's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be loads and loads of fun, but we have to... There has to be some sort of structure. So all I've done is a structure. Everything else and all the bits that you're all going to love will mostly be Sam. No, no. Effectively. I will say Um, this. I will say this. In all seriousness, it's going to be a fucking good show. I will say that. It's going to be a fucking good show, everybody. Come on. And on that note, we are now recording this on March the 1st, which means that in literally... Just about a month. Oh my God. We start. I'm so nervous. There is four weeks left and there is a fucking lot to there do. There is a lot to do. Um, we are cutting it a bit fine with getting stuff done. Um, we have started the preparations and there is a lot going on. And actually, your Newcastle, I believe, is our first night. It is. Geordie land. Uh Newcastle, prepare yourselves. Anything could happen. Yeah, yeah Newcastle, we're coming Anything in Anything could be happened. So that's either a really good thing or just don't tell anyone how bad it was. <laughs> Because we still have eight other dates, so the tour is ready to go. You're all going to be very excited about that. Sam is happy, and it's it's got the King of the Jungle approval, um, which none of us were worried about. Funny thing it. is,
0: yeah, exactly, you didn't even want my approval. You literally just went. Well, we bet we might
1: as well tell him now because we're, we're coming up close to it. No, I did because I tell you how much I care. I wanted Sam to enjoy it, and I actually messaged him last night saying, "I hope you're happy with it. Let me know." He did. Blah blah blah. He did Sam ignored me? <laughs> I was, I was doing the radio. You can't say that. That's not fair. Sam so ignored. No, no, no. I can because you finished the radio and then messaged me about something completely oh, unrelated. Yeah. You completely ignored my nice message saying, listen, mate, I can't wait to do this with you. <laughs> I, I really hope you like it. Let me know, you know, any any thoughts and that you've got. Completely ignored it and went, do you know what's happened to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went had a really bad evening. <laughs> um so anyway, so that's that. So the chore is is we are, we are getting there. Um other little bits that uh, before I before we get you into know. it
0: yeah we've got quite a big thing to talk about as well we're doing something at the Brits which is a, a, i think really 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 cool and uh, but what we are doing is we have a little cubicle <laughs> We have think NTA's, but for the Brits, we have ourselves a little cubicle. So after the official red carpet hosts uh, are done with um, their their talent, that are coming down the red
1: carpet. We then get a go. We just don't know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan, though. Uh, I'd also like to point out, obviously, uh, when I knew was going to the Brits. Obviously, it's a, a big fashion thing. The Brits as well. Everyone makes a real big effort. So, so last year, someone went in an inflatable outfit which made big, big news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people make a big effort when it comes to, to what they're wearing. So I've had a jacket specifically made for the Brits. Um, You're such a little bellend. I've had a jacket specifically made for the Brits, which um, is fabulous, even if I do say so myself.
0: I've seen it. I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to strobe. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's going to strobe.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's checkered. <laughs> Uh, It's not chequered. It's not even a black tie. No. It's not even a tux. No, we don't need to wear it. Someone went in a rubber dinghy last year. (laughs) So I wouldn't worry about me wearing non-black tie. (laughs) At least it's a jacket. Someone
0: went as a rubber dinghy. (laughs)
1: um, So anyway, Sam will be wearing... His usual tux. But what he has told me is, because we are hosting a red carpet this year, the NCAAs, Sammy's getting a new tux made for that. I am, yeah. Because I didn't realise that. I just thought a tux, a tux, a tux.
0: You wear the same black tie to a wedding, to a funeral and to an event, right? I didn't realize that, like, you know, now we're in the industry, in the entertainment industry, you know, look, the optics are everything. So I didn't realize that everyone like gets new suits made per fucking Brits. Well, I don't and NTA. think everyone does. You but- get, you got, a, you got one made for the NTA's coming up, and you've had one made for the Brits.
1: Yeah, I I'm, yeah, but I like you love a, suit. Yeah, I like a suit, and I like for to- the bride of Britain, he wore flares with leopard skin boots. No, they weren't leopard skin. They weren't actual made leopard they print. They weren't actually made from leopards. Um, <laughs> I just I love animals. Yeah. And don't know if you know the leopard print boots, yeah, which went down very well and everyone seemed to enjoy it. it. It was a velvet flared tux velvet with flared. leopard print boots. This time I have gone big on the jacket. Um, there, there may be flares involved again. Oh,
0: uh, he loves a flare.
1: Listen, Edie, who is my style icon in, in, in this room, are, are you prepared? Are you excited about my outfit choices? Absolutely. Yeah, there we go. Have Thank you, you seen it? We'll yeah. make it work. Listen. It doesn't have to be practical. It's fashion. I can't wait till Julie right. comes down
0: the red carpet, right? And she goes, "Oh my god, look at that!" And it's going to be like, Pete and I'm going to go that's Stro- That
1: he's king of the jungle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing that, and it's going to be really. So when this comes out, it would have actually happened. But you're going to have to wait until the week after for us to talk about it, because obviously we're filming this a, a, a few days in advance. So it's, and I, it's Friday, right?
1: And now. I just want to point out, so we are, um, we are interviewing people um, on the red carpet for Hits. Yeah, for Hits. And for this podcast. Also, because uh, uh, this is fun, but we've not even gotten to so, Well, There's so much to talk there's about There's so much to talk about. Um, a bit of a sad day for all of us as well. Um, oh, yeah. uh, no one's died. But this is the last time we're ever going to be in this studio is i was expecting a reaction well we can't clap it can we no but that was what i was wanting oh right um this is the last time we'll be filming staying relevant in this studio yeah we've had a really good time in this place yeah this doesn't mean it's over
0: as much as pete
1: wishes it was Fuck (laughs) me do i uh we are moving we are moving house we are moving to a brand new studio. Um, well, actually, no, we're actually, it's still in development, our brand new studio. So we're renting for a while. <laughs> yeah, so, we're so, so for surfing. We're Airbnb in a little studio very soon. So it will look a little bit different. Um, but then we move into our brand new home. And let me tell you, Sam hasn't seen it yet. I have seen it. And we're going big. We're going big. It, Staying relevant is, is going up in the world. We're up the property ladder now. I'm going to be honest with you. This is Penthouse Studios. All right? It's a fucking auditorium. It's effectively, we'll be recording the podcast each week in similar to the Palladium. It's that big. It's actually known as a performance area not just a studio and by that there could be some very exciting developments in future we are moving house because it's like we started off at the beginning of our, our work marriage in a one up one down because it was all we could afford um, we have now developed we have since been married we are looking to bring our first child into the world so we need more space um, uh, the first child is is all of you you are our children yeah. so we would like to you know include you a little bit more so no we, more pink sofas so we are no the pink sofas are going to be in the airbnb oh well, yeah we've still got the pink sofas um, and don't worry we are still going to take um uh this well-made um <laughs> drinks trolley drinks trolley and obviously when i say well-made don't let that fool you
0: this is- oh fucking hell and obviously, actually, on that note... It's an antique. We're obviously not getting rid of uh, Pete's charity shop calendar picture. That's obviously coming with us, as is my fabulous magazine cover, which seems to be thrown away,
1: actually. Um, uh, no, it's not been thrown away. It was actually... I spilled my coffee, so we needed something to mop Are you up. joking? No, we didn't realise, but we can get another one on eBay, so it's fine. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> we
0: have had... One hell! Oh, we still have the magazine. Thank God for that. We have got an no, Thank you very much, Paul. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, we haven't got enough
0: use out of that. We have. <laughs> we're going to be bringing this with us as well. Mine's a bit smaller. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time he said that. But we, but we have had one hell of a journey on this podcast. Like we were in this very studio. Actually, we've grown, evolved, adapted and gained a family in this in this studio and we will never ever forget it and we don't want you to think that we are going to forget our roots at the heart of everything we are still what are you two slightly old reality stars trying to stay relevant in a world that's passing us by cuz we're moving up to a bigger studio you know i don't want you to you think got we're on too your too big wrist? it's a whoop it's a, it's a whoop yeah it's a whoop what is what what is that it's a little it's 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 a little heart heart monitor thing oh dear god Fuck, don't, don't put it on me dead. It say i'm dead tell you how you sleep <laughs> fucking hell. But we are so grateful that you've been on this journey with us and we are not as Pete said we're not going anywhere well we are going somewhere but we're not you're, we're going to be there every single day we literally are going somewhere we
1: are going somewhere but we are going to still be listenable too That was a really heartfelt load of shit. Pete, help me. Um, We're moving house. Stay tuned. (laughs) Here we go. Um, I tried to make it a little bit more sort of, you know. The problem is, is that you've got the, um, you're not particularly emotional. You're not very good at things like that. Do you, like when it comes to speaking, it's something that, that I don't think is your forte. So it, you lack emotion because you do things that are supposed to be kind of emotional with the same face. Like you've you you, you, do you know what I mean? Like you've just won most improved player at the under five football team.
0: Well, I suppose on that note, we should probably actually talk about what we've done to stay relevant. Well, that's exactly it.
1: Let's let's crack on with that, shall we? Because
0: Pete's actually a little bit right. My speaking hasn't been very good recently. Oh, do you want to go
1: into this? I think it's. Oh, okay. All do. right. Good. Yeah. 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 Obviously. So let me just tell you something now. Then. So. So what happens with the um, uh, staying relevant is we we each do our staying relevant fucking moments for the week. Um, however, sometimes late minute circumstances change. <laughs> So we have got some things to talk about, but Sam has got um, some things that he wants to address. But we, we normally do it for each other, so I'm gonna, I'll let Pete explain. Well, do you know what? No, because, because actually I feel for you on this one. So Sam this week has, um, has had a lot of stick. Um, it's not gone well for him, and the people have turned. <laughs> <laughs> um, the King of the Jungle thing normally lasts for about six months. Sam got less than three months out of it before the people turned. Um, Tried our best. Sam is, uh, and I'm, I'm going, I'm going to be nice here. Sam is now a radio presenter and has been for a long time. Something that he loves doing, and he is uh, uh, moving up in the world. And he's a presenter, an interviewer, all the things that I'm not. Uh, Sam takes it very seriously and is very good at it. However, sometimes the people don't appreciate. This week, Sam interviewed two massive, massive stars, uh, Elvis and um, uh, the bloke that's that's shagging the Kardashian. God. Um, uh, oh no. So Tim, Otey, Tim Timothy. Timothy Chalamet and Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Two very high profile, well known people that everyone loves. Big, big moment. Sam's interviewed Hugh Jackman. He's done all sorts of people. Not Miles Teller, but you know about that. Um, but he's moved up and he's got Timothy Chalamet and Austin Butler. Um, Chalamet. Is that not his name? Chalamet. Chalamet. It's got mixed reviews. <laughs> I think it's probably a nice way of saying it, um, but I just want to—I just want to stick up for you and say I think you did a great job, mate. <laughs> well, um,
0: never get that from Pete, and I'll by tell the way. you why. Uh, because, I Expect
1: you to rinse it? No, because you are one of a kind, Sam. That's why. No one wants to see the same fucking interview over and over again. One thing you will get out of an interview with you is unexpected gold. <laughs> However, some people—they don't appreciate gold, do they? No. What's happened? but I thought it was a good interview. I'm gonna be honest with
0: you. I went in, I was talking about Dune 2. I'm a big Dune fan. I'm a bit well, I'm just a big sort of fantasy fan, sci-fi fan. So I was like, this is right up my alley. I'm a big Timothy Chalamet because i am like fan, because you know, I think I've actually watched loads of things he's in. And uh, Did you I was- see Wonka? I actually haven't seen Wonka, no. Oh, I started it and closed it off. All right, yeah. right, well, I like Timothy Chalamet. He's a bit of a nerd like me. He like he 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 loves gaming. He he actually used to make sort of gaming control. Anyway, I thought he was going I thought we were gonna vibe quite well. Austin Butler, very cool
1: dude. Kind of I, like a. See, I'm really like. Yeah, him you're more Austin Douglas. He's got a film coming out soon that's about motorbikes with Tom Hardy, and I'm so. Excited well there, about they it. they so basically I'm Timothy
0: Chalamet, Pete's Austin Butler, in budget form, obviously. <laughs> and, Take that comparison. So I basically walk in, I'm mad excited, and uh there's <laughs> You've got to basically talk, I want to talk to them about, if I'm honest with you, I want to talk to them about stuff that wasn't even in the movie. Because I'm, like, I'm a fan of both of these dudes. Like, you know, I, I so I just sort of wanted to ask about, like, the personal stuff, like the fact that Timmy Chalamet is a gamer. Austin Butler did Hot Ones, and I, I thought that was kind of cool. So I just want to sort of, like, just see, see them as people, really. Because I'm a fan. It was kind of a selfish thing. Because I already sort of knew about the movie. So I was like, whatever. Not the right thing to do, apparently. Um, The one thing I did say was I asked him about him and Zendaya. And it didn't go down very well. She's stunning. She's very beautiful. So
1: the, 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 the slack that Sam's got is, is uh, from journalists. Um, and this is a, another reason that I'm going to have Sam's back, who think that reality stars shouldn't be doing those sort of jobs because they have a degree. Um, the problem is, is that you don't have a degree in charisma or personality, which is why you're not doing those jobs. So uh, rather than people stealing your jobs, just be better is probably my advice um and now I'm probably gonna get some slack notes, <laughs> yeah. <to be> <laughs> come join me and do you know what come at me bro <laughs> um but yeah listen I think you did a great job there was one awkward moment for me
0: <laughs> are you have you watched it
1: um I after you told me about the slack yes I did <laughs> Um, And in all seriousness, I loved it because it's you, and that's what makes you you, and that's why people love you, and that's why you get the jobs, is because you are you. You don't try to be anything other than you, and actually that's more refreshing and more interesting and quite unique. And that's what people want to see, not the same shit over and over again. I did have to switch off at the point where you called them bros. Oh yeah, That made me feel a little bit sick the desperation- I know, um, to be one of them. To be one of them. You then referred to the three of you as the Three Musketeers. Yeah. Um, And at that point, I saw them both go, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck and I think one of them actually went this has taken a turn yeah it was Timothy
0: Chalamet yeah, yeah yeah and I panicked there because I thought we were going to get along really well and actually we did I managed to turn it around but then I said I was going to wait for them outside their
1: houses and that got that was it weird. yeah no it was the, I will wait for you outside I um, will uh, wait for you outside your house in the bushes um, I'm not sure that's it was a turn of phrase I wasn't actually going to do it it was It was like a, it was a metaphor I don't even know if that's the right right word. Um, but yeah, so so. But on a serious note, listen, I know you've got a lot of stick and I don't care. I've got I, so much, it went viral. If, I don't care if the journalists come for me. At the end of the day, um, uh, you're not stealing anyone's job, you're just, you're just you and that's why people love you. That's why you won the jungle and that's, that's the point of it. And also, you're very good at what you do because you ask things that other people don't <laughs> and when you do ask things that everyone else asks, you get in trouble. So my advice to you in the future is just do you. That's. So, do you know what? That's true. Um, I wanted to ask about wrestling because Timothy Chalamet is a big wrestling Fan. Okay, starting to sound like a snooker. Um, <laughs> however, another thing that I probably wouldn't do if I was in it now, I would never do that for for a number of reasons. Is that I am unpredictable and untrustworthy, and I don't sir, <laughs> might. So I. I don't think people. Yeah, but you're unpredictable and untrustworthy in in kind of a cute way. I am unpredictable and untrustworthy in the kind of this could go very wrong and there could be a lawsuit. <laughs> so, um, but what I wouldn't do if I was interviewing A list stars is sneaking my own brand. <laughs> No! <laughs> so, so, Sam's glasses, Dinelli's, fabulous, fabulous range. Uh, shout out to Dinelli. Um, uh, as you may see, if you go on their website, I'm their only model. Um, <laughs> however, Sam, with the two biggest A-listers currently, thought, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a free pair of my sunglasses. <laughs> style icon, uh, Austin Butler. He's a real style icon. Yeah. How, did he, how did he react? He quite liked him. And what, what if we see them anywhere, I'm going to say, well done. But at this point, I think, desperate yeah, I, prick.
0: Do you know what? Do you know what? It was one of them moves where I was like,
1: do I do it? And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. But can you, Can how did you do it? Do you know, I just uh, want so, to say, boys, so, this is my brand.
0: No, 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 no. So what I did was I used the people I was there with as cover. I went, this is from us to you. <laughs> And I literally had them in both pockets. <laughs> and I basically was done with the interview. I'd run out of questions, so I like hot. I like drew them like you draw guns, because <laughs> I was so nervous. Because obviously I don't know I'm, I mean I'm already in trouble with them, so I don't fucking care. I basically was like, you're probably not allowed to do this. So I just went. Boys, anyway, here you go, <laughs> and just like,
1: just like, whipped them out, like threw them at them, and went, "Have them from can, us to you." I can imagine after saying you're going to wait in the bushes, and then go, "Boys," <laughs> that probably scared the life out of them. <laughs> um, however, so so this is a call out to staying relevant listeners. Follow um, t- is it Timothy? Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, yeah. Tim Follow Chalamet. him and Austin Butler. Keep up on their pack pictures and anything they do. If you notice or see them in any Dinelli's we need to know, all right? Because they're not going to promote it, obviously, but if you see them when they're packed out with their birds or whatever they're doing and you just see them in gut, because you know what these big celebs love a pair of sunglasses? Uh, The big celebs do. They love sunglasses (laughs) just so they don't get recognised anywhere. Um, Dinelli's. Um, But... If you, if you see them in Dinettis, we need to know about it because it will be big for the brand.
0: The shameless, the shameless brand. Just like, have some of these. Like, just try Do you know what? You can't fault a man for trying.
1: No, listen. When do people have...
0: sit there and go, he's, he's this. they took our jobs. I'm sitting there going, mate, well, I'm
1: so desperate that I'm giving out glasses. You can't say I'm not trying, okay? Listen, don't worry about it. I think you did great. Um, just remember, look at your first this morning thing. That that the people didn't appreciate that. But now they've grown to love you. I love's a strong word. <laughs> now they've grown they, to tolerate. You. Tolerate me. Now they've accepted that you're there. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Not um, going anywhere as of yet.
1: Anyway, so that's just Sam getting that off of his chest and we felt like we needed to do that and, and as his sort of security friend uh, stroke father, older brother, I felt like I had to stick up for him there as well. That was very, so, very true. Sure. I nearly um, teared
0: up at one point. That was very sweet of you, Pete. Thanks.
1: So you. listen, you're the best. You crack on. He really went everything. everywhere though. Like everywhere. But that's because you're, 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 you're big stuff. But more so because they're big stuff. I think.
0: Yeah, but it was just like Sam's nicking our job. I didn't nick it. I didn't know.
1: No, no. Well, do you know what? Fuck yeah. So, uh, moving on. Um, Something that that, uh, we've both done to stay relevant this week. However, it was unintentional from me. Um, However, very intentional from Sam. Is Zara... Had a big photo shoot. Yeah, she did. Big photo shoot. She's got, can we talk about it? She's got a brand She's coming out. Brand coming She's out. got a brand coming out. Zara had a big photo shoot. Really fucking good. I love Zara. I love Sam. Um, Zara and Sam, they call me and they say, if you're in London, can you just pop down to the shoot, say hello, and um, uh, we're just going to do like a little behind-the-scenes like little video and I said yeah of course I will I'm in London anyway I'm on the bike but actually
0: that's not strictly true we called Pete and went Pete would you mind and this actually you know what Pete was very sweet to me a bit earlier just then so I'm going to be sweet back to Pete Pete lives in Essex we were filming it Was I was filming this thing in London now, obviously I was going to go to it and she was like do you think Pete would come and just do some stuff with us and blah blah, blah. and I was like well you can ask him bless him he literally went oh you're fucking joking <laughs> We were like, she was like, Pete, please, can you come down? He was like, fuck's sake, it's miles away. Just like, please. He fucking drove the bike all the way into London to be there for Zara's big launch day, which was so sweet of him. Zara actually cried afterwards. Did after she tell you this? She cried after he left She went, didn't tell me that. She, she cried after he left and went, it's just, I just, he's just so lovely. It was just so lovely of him. And she like, he's always a bit emotional like that. And, and I was like, look, I've been doing it to him for years. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I've been doing it to him for years, mate. Like, I just, if you pester him enough, he'll come. And she was like, I'm just so grateful that you came down. But it was really sweet. So Pete, anyway, reluctantly, but then being the good mate
1: he is came down. Um, so I just thought it was, you know, for a bit of support and, and whatever else. Um, However, it wasn't. <laughs> and I should have known. I shouldn't have come. <laughs> I should have known that there would be more to it. I don't know why. I just thought, go and support Zara. It's a big day. Sam's gonna go. We can surprise her. Sam bought her flowers and done all that sort of stuff. That's Love Pete's it. idea. No, no, don't say that. I'm sorry. Because she put a big fucking story on.
0: Uh, oh shit, yeah. It was my idea. It was my idea. <laughs> Pete literally didn't have anything to do with it
1: anyway so it was a big day so I just thought we'd just go down uh, um, and say hello and and whatever else and I did have meetings in London later in the afternoon which is why I took the bite but this was a good three hours before I needed to be in London so I thought yeah I'll, I'll pop down Get there and I walk in, and when I tell you there are twenty-five people in this studio, I've never seen a shoot so big in my life. There were so many people in that fucking studio, wasn't there? Matt, I've never seen anything like. I went, God, we have not made it. We have <laughs> not made it because she had entourages. There was fucking people everywhere. There was a, there was a, there was a buffet. There was, a, there was a buffet. There was really good food as well. When, when Sam and I did a photo shoot recently. We were offered prep and I do love you prep. Do, you love a cheese twist. I, I, I absolutely do, but that's literally, and I think we were given expenses maybe £12 each for the day. Zara had a full buffet, an entourage, an audience, and a fan club. There were about 30 people. There. It was unbelievable. Um, very beautiful uh, studio, walk in. Mm. I've just come off the bike um, and I've rode in from London. It was quite a nice day. We've wiped Pete up already downstairs. I wear an open face helmet, my face covered in soot because when you ride in London, so it's, you know, it's, it's a bit sooty. Um, anyway, I get downstairs, and I say I'm at the right place. Sam comes downstairs with Ted, and they go, right, get this on you. Mic'ed up straight away before the crash helmet has come off my fucking head.
0: <laughs> Pete thinks he's coming down just to support. Straight up, mic'ed up. And I went, oh,
1: fuck me, why do I need this for? We're just going to do a little, like, behind-the-scenes fucking thing. And I thought, okay, great, fine, we're going to do behind-the-scenes. Um, anyway, walk up the stairs. There was a lot of stairs. <laughs> We get into the studio, Sam has then announced that I'm there and 30 people clapped me in, (laughs) including uh, models and other people who had no fucking idea who I was and why this soot-covered man in a microphone had walked in. I walked up and went,
0: he's arrived, everybody! Pete Wicks has arrived! And everyone, because I was clapping, everyone else started clapping. (laughs)
1: Um, he then takes me straight over before I even put the crash helmet down to uh, the screens where some of Zara's pictures they were going through the Zara's pictures Pete what do you think about this and I said it doesn't matter what I this fuck all to do with me no we need your opinion on it I'm then telling the photographer and the stylist well I'm not sure about that one why it mattered what I thought I don't know especially when I'm looking at them like a fucking panda with soot all over me face anyway uh, then Zara goes so Thanks for coming. <laughs> I've had an idea. <laughs> and at that point, I went, no. And she went, you don't know what it is. I went, I know what it is. And I can feel it already. Who do you think the special guest model was? Me. <laughs> Zara, Sam and I recreated some shots. And it was not good. You actually look quite nice in the show.
0: i got to be honest, I really liked it. I was sort of stretched out on the floor... Arm on head, um, angling slightly to the right, and I really liked it. Um, he adds what Pete calls it a derby. He had his derby out, it was so good when he was walking over. 30
1: people who I've not met watched me strut around the studio with me fucking Derby hanging out. Just
0: imagine Pete turning up, trying to keep a low profile. He's turned up and he was like, I'm just here to support. He's been clapped in, asked his opinion while everyone's watching, but he's fucking miserable. It's so good. He then looks at the photos that we've taken, sees how bad they are and goes, I don't want to be here anymore. And then I take him over to a photo shoot of mine.
1: Yeah, whilst we're there, obviously talking about Sam and Donnelly, Sam had bought 20 pairs of Donellis. So he then, whilst you're here, <laughs> got the photographer to turn around on Zara's shoot and go, just snap a few of them in there. I'm then stood there doing fucking photo shoots with Zara for his fucking brand as well. So basically what's happened is me just trying to be a nice friend, I've been used, not paid, but used for two brands and two shoots. So good. No, not good. Anyway, so that was that. Um, and uh, the worst part of it for me at the end was everyone going, oh, thanks so much. And I thought, well, listen, these are just going to be joke pictures until I heard as I was walking out the door, we could use them for the press release. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for them. Um, so anyway, so, so, so that was kind of both of us staying relevant moments there. We gatecrashed Zara's, uh, Zara's photo shoot. Thanks. So we, we actually have so much to talk about this week that we've not been able to finish it all. So we're going to roll it over what to, else we got? to another week. Oh, we've got photo shoots that you've done. We've got shows that I've done. We've got so much to talk about. I really want joke. to talk about however, the show. However, the problem that we've got now is that, as Sam has just stopped the entire podcast because we've been recording now, he really needs a piss. So <laughs> no! I'm going to run through the outro quite quickly before he has a little accident. <laughs> I said, um, also so khaki. So thank you for listening to Staying Relevant, a podcast hosted by a Pissy Pan. Sam Thompson <laughs> and Pete Wicks um, make sure you subscribe follow do all of that sort of stuff follow us on Instagram Snapchat TikTok Uh, and YouTube Uh, we are out every Monday and Thursday Thursday with a bonus episode and you can watch them every Friday and Sunday so that's Monday Thursday Friday Sunday Um, rate review do all of that crap Um, yeah ta-da see you later go have a piss um. I've
0: had the best time I feel like I don't mean to toot our own trumpets but I feel like today's been a real good one I don't mean I don't mean to also uh, do you need a piss or not (laughs) I do do, but leave a review come on leave a review and and and, and it, please make it fast or cuz we read all of them we
1: don't want it to happen again staying relevant was an insanity studios production